0: Hey, peeps. Welcome back. A few weeks ago, I had the honor of welcoming Professor Chad Williams onto the show to discuss his latest book, The Wounded World. The monograph is a thorough and detailed analysis of W.E.B. Du Bois during the First World War and traces Du Bois's attempt at completing a comprehensive history of Black participation in World War I. Dr. Williams leveraged an as-yet-unpublished manuscript from Du Bois, and the narrative he crafts is engaging and timely. We recorded our interview over Zoom, so I apologize ahead of time for any dips in audio quality. I hope you all enjoy the interview. Hey, everyone. With me today is Dr. Chad Williams, Professor of History, African, and African-American Studies at Brandeis University, and is the author of The Wounded World. W.E.B. Du Bois and the First World War. The book is a robust, engaging, and thoughtful look at Du Bois as he grappled with trying to complete a massive literary project in the midst of the international conflict, and it will be the focus of our conversation today. Welcome, Dr. Williams.
1: My pleasure to be with you.
0: All right, so let's dive in. W.E.B. Du Bois is such a prolific figure, so how did you decide to focus your book on this part of his life?
1: So this book comes out of the research for my first book, Torchbearers of Democracy, which began as my doctoral dissertation. I was doing research in graduate school at the University of Massachusetts Amherst, where the majority of Du Bois' papers are archived. And I came across a curious reference to Du Bois' World War I materials. And I quite honestly had no idea what it was, but it looked interesting. So I go to the library, ask the librarian to see these Du Bois' World War I materials. And I'm given six microfilm reels. Mm. So I start loading the first reel and realize what I'm looking at is an unfinished and ultimately unpublished book by W. E. B. Du Bois on the Black Experience in World War One uh, that he titled "The Black Man and the Wounded World." In addition to the manuscript, all of Du Bois's research materials and his correspondence related to this project, which, as I would learn, he worked on for over two decades. So I was just completely blown away um, by, this, by the sheer scope and scale of, of this unfinished uh, project by Du Bois, but also the fact that no other historians had ever talked about it or or written about it. So it was really from that that moment, I knew that there was a larger story here. I wanted to learn more about this book that Du Bois never finished, but also to learn more about Du Bois, or what World War I meant, uh, for him, uh, why it occupied so much of his his time and energy, um, and ultimately what that could tell us about Du Bois as a as a scholar, um, as as an activist, his political um, evolution, and even more broadly, the significance of World War One to the broader struggle for freedom and democracy for Black people in the twentieth century.
0: Yeah, that's such an amazing find that you you just a. Uh, it- Goes to show you, you always go into the archives and and see what's there, because you never know what kind of treasure trove of information you're going to find.
1: Definitely one of those dream moments.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so your book is laid out into three parts, hope, disillusionment, and failure. And so did you go into this project thinking this would be your framework, or did that come more to the surface as you were crafting the monograph?
1: Uh, It really evolved over time. I went into the Project um, many many years ago, thinking that this was going to be kind of a, a traditional intellectual history, uh, if you will. Um, but as I began to think more about the story, uh, to really delve into really the the uh, incredible amounts of of writing uh, that that Du Bois did, and how long it spanned uh, throughout uh, really the World War One era through. Uh, the interwar period, uh, past World War Two, I really began to think of really the epic nature of of this story. To think about it almost as um, a- as cinematic uh, in nature, and to think of the three acts um, of of this story: Du Bois hoping uh, that World War I would be this transformative moment in the history of Black people and their struggles for uh, democracy. Both in the United States and throughout uh, the broader African diaspora, taking his hopes seriously, but then also reckoning with his deep disillusionment uh, that um, uh, that that came to the forefront uh, throughout the interwar period, and how Du Bois wrestled uh, with that that disillusionment in very uh, profound and even painful ways, um, and ultimately his realization uh, that the war was uh, indeed a failure, and how that coincided with the ultimate failure of him to to complete his book.
0: Yeah. And even the tones in in the each section, it how you write it, it it you know the uh hope is very hopeful in the writing and the disillusionment it very much comes through. So it was a very effective framework and a very effective way to to craft the book altogether. Yeah, thank you. So um, and then you review how, despite being against war, Du Bois felt compelled to voice his support for the First World War, given what it could mean for African-Americans. And so can you expand on this and what Du Bois hoped would come from Black participation in World War One?
1: Du Bois considered himself a pacifist. Uh, he was against war uh, in theory, but he also had a deep reverence for the Black military tradition. He recognized the potential of war, to expand uh, the boundaries of democracy and citizenship for Black people, especially in the context of, of the Civil War. Uh, so he recognized that World War I, the Great War, as it was being described at the time, had a similar um, had similar potential on an even grander scale. So when Woodrow Wilson uh, encourages America to enter the war to make the world safe for democracy, this resonates with Du Bois, right? He takes democracy very seriously as a principle, as an ethos throughout his entire life. And he's crafting uh, his approach uh, to the war in such a way that he wants to make democracy a reality for Black people in the United States, as well as throughout the broader African diaspora. But he's also thinking about it more narrowly. Um, go back to Du Bois's famous book, The Souls of Black Folk, where he articulates The meaning of being Black um, in the United States, this tension, this double consciousness uh, between being Black on the one hand and American on the other. These two unreconciled ideals uh, that he writes about, these two warring ideals uh, in one dark body whose dogged strength alone keeps it from being torn asunder. Du Bois felt that by African Americans serving in the war, by demonstrating their patriotism, their civic obligation, doing their civic duty, that double consciousness would be reconciled and they would be recognized as full 100% Americans. Yeah.
0: And you outlined Du Bois' time with the 92nd Division during his residency in Europe. And so what was the influence of his time spent with these troops?
1: This was a really important moment in Du Bois's life. And frankly, is one of the most exciting parts of the book uh, to write about. Uh, Du Bois uh, makes the decision uh, to go to France um, as the war comes to an end in uh, November of uh, 1918. Uh, He immediately sets his sight on France to begin work um, on his book, but to also try and redeem himself, um, to try and address... The criticisms that he received from Black radicals for advocating for African Americans to close ranks and forget their special grievances. right? So he makes the determination to go to France to see for himself just what exactly the war meant, um, and to talk directly with Black soldiers uh, and officers to begin research for his book. Um, and it's a remarkable moment. Uh, three months uh, in in Paris, Uh, where he organizes a landmark Pan-African Congress, but he's also touring the battlefields. He's visiting the encampments, um, talking with soldiers and officers of the 92nd Division and hearing directly from their mouths the horrific nature of American white supremacy and the discrimination that they faced um, in every aspect of their service. And it's really in that moment where Du Bois begins to reckon, begins to question if the war was worthwhile, and if his support for it was worthwhile as well. Yeah.
0: And kind of talking about Du Bois, what does studying Du Bois and his work in this time period tell us about the fight for equality for African Americans then and beyond?
1: World War I is such an important moment in the broader history of African American struggles for citizenship rights and freedom and democracy in the United States. Oftentimes, we overlook the importance of World War One, um, obviously recognizing the significance of the Civil War, pointing to World War II as being uh the genesis of the modern civil rights movement as we know it in the context of the 1950s and 60s. But World War One, and Du Bois recognized this himself, you know, was a critical moment, a transformative moment where African Americans began to state claim to their citizenship um, in very uh, particular ways, began to organize, lay the groundwork for the civil rights movement as we know it uh, today.
0: Yeah, and you've, we've talked o- touched on it a little bit already in, in some of your previous answers, but um, you know, I think some- this was something that Du Bois was very cognizant of, and so just kind of touching on, on not only was it important for uh, black soldiers to be serving in World War One, but it was important for them to serve valiantly. And so, just curious, how important was it for for them to serve with with honor and distinction in in World War One to kind of achieve the goals that they sought?
1: Yeah, that was uh, so important to Du Bois's um, decision to support the war. His belief. That by serving in the military, by Black men demonstrating their heroism, their manhood, um, that they would refute many um, of the racist stereotypes and misconceptions uh, about Black men specifically, but also serve as shining examples for the race uh, more broadly and its fitness for full inclusion into uh, American democracy. As I said earlier, Du Bois had a deep reverence for uh, the Black military uh, tradition and especially um, the the Civil War where he kind of adopted the the thinking of Frederick Douglass who very famously said um, in the Civil War, let the Black man put the brass letters US on his chest and no one can deny that he is worthy of, of freedom and citizenship. Du Bois felt similarly. Uh, when he came uh, to World War I. Uh, and this is why he was so determined to write the history of the war, to demonstrate that Black people, despite all of the racist myths and misconceptions and distortions of history um, that were being produced even immediately after the war, Black men served valiantly made an important contribution to the war effort and were vital in the Allied victory. Yeah.
0: And you talked about how the Civil War was very important and historically seen as very important for, for Black Americans and how World War II is kind of seen as, as this launching point for the civil rights movement of the 50s and 60s. And so I am curious, how did African-American service in World War I transform their experiences and expectations domestically?
1: Yeah, it was an absolutely critical moment. Um Estimated 380,000 Black men served in the United States Army, which was completely segregated. Uh, 200,000 served in France. The majority served as laborers, as stevedores, service of supply troops, doing all the ugly, unglamorous work of the war. But there were two Black combat uh, divisions, which uh, Du Bois wrote about and and visited in France. Uh, Talked with many of these, these men face-to-face. And in that moment, he realized how transformative the war was. Du Bois writes how these men um, were coming back to the United States and were not going to be the same. The bitterness, the disillusionment that they experienced um, had transformed them into new men, new Negroes, um, as they were described um, at the time. And they were determined to fight for their rights, determined to fight for democracy in the United States. Um, So Du Bois, uh, he understood that the war and the experiences of Black soldiers was important for laying the foundation for a new era of civil rights um activism and determination for Black people to fight for citizenship and democracy um, at home. Yeah.
0: And you you touched on this a little bit before, but you you outline in your book how Du Bois articulated the First World War as a failure. And so why did he feel this way?
1: Du Bois, he writes this this remarkable book, Dark Water, in 1919. It's one of my my favorite books. It was only published in 1920. And there's a line in that book where he questions the war. He says, how great a failure and a failure in what? Does the world war betoken? It's such a profound and haunting question. And ultimately, it was a question that Du Bois had to wrestle with and try and answer himself. Um, he hoped, as I write about in the first part of the book, that the war would not be a failure, that it would indeed be this transformative, even revolutionary moment in the history of, of Black people in the United States and throughout. The diaspora but he has to reckon in the aftermath of the war and really throughout the interwar period with the deep disillusionment of the war the continuation of, of white supremacy racial violence uh, the red summer of 1919 uh, the entrenchment of European colonialism and imperial um exploitation of, of African peoples, right? The curtailment of democracy uh in the United States for black people and other marginalized groups, all the disillusionments of the war ultimately coming to a head. Um, certainly by uh the the 1930s, where he realizes. Uh, that the war was indeed a failure, that the democratic hopes and aspirations of the war were not materializing. And certainly that's confirmed by the start of World War II, which not coincidentally coincides with Du Bois deciding that he's not going to finish his book. Hmm.
0: And so given everything that African-Americans continue to deal with in the aftermath of the First World War, was their participation worth it?
1: That's a great question. And that's a question that Du Bois struggled to answer. And really, that's that's one of the main arguments uh, that I make in the book, one of the main themes uh, that I explore, Du Bois's difficulty in trying to answer that very question. He wanted the answer to be yes. He desperately wanted the answer to be yes. And that's why he spent so much time Trying to write this book over 800 pages and, and mountains and mountains of research, uh, materials, writing to foundations and publishers trying to, to get it finished. But ultimately it was him wrestling with that question and coming to the, the determination that the answer was no, uh, that the war was not worth it, that black participation in the war, uh, was not worth it. And that was certainly confirmed by, uh, by the start of World War II. Me personally, I think the answer is yes. <laughs> I, I think that, um, as, as painful and disillusioning as the war was for Black people, um, what they did in terms of their contributions to the war was incredibly important, but also how transformative it, it, it was, um, in um, all aspects of social, political, economic, cultural life, uh, for, uh, for Black people, um, in the United States and, and throughout the, the globe. Yeah.
0: And so you've touched on this a little bit, but how did Du Bois evolve over the course of the First World War and then through the Cold War period?
1: Yeah. And that's really one of the reasons why my book stretched out to 12 chapters and and (laughs) three three parts and um, all those pages (laughs) that I'm very appreciative of everybody taking the time to read. It's such an, an epic story. And as I was doing my research, I realized that um, it does you know, go throughout the entire uh, interwar period, uh, into World War II, and in the aftermath of World War II in the context of the Cold War. Um, and what I demonstrate in the book is how we can't understand Du Bois' evolution, his political evolution, particularly his evolution into a peace activist without wrestling with his relationship to World War I. Du Bois very controversially as I write about in the book makes a decision to support the war encourage African Americans to close ranks and to forget their special grievances by 1951 he's being tried by the federal government for his anti-war activities right for essentially being a a traitor uh, to the nation of supporting the Soviet Union as as a foreign agent this is really a, a remarkable um evolution um, of Du Bois's uh political activism, um, from uh from world war one into the context um of of the cold war. Um and it really takes him wrestling with the failure of of World War One and his own failure in supporting the war to steal his um commitments uh to peace and uh to make him the ardent uh, anti-war activist that he was in the later years of his life.
0: Yeah. And so we definitely talked about Du Bois' evolution in in terms of World War I and World War II, but the book ends on the cusp of the United States entering into World War II. And so how did Black Americans' experiences in World War I influence their desire to participate in World War II?
1: Yeah, African Americans definitely remembered their experiences in World War I and learned their lessons uh, as well. Um, African Americans, uh we're not going to close ranks uh they were instead going to fight for victory at home and victory uh abroad the double v uh campaign so they were much uh more deliberate in terms of their demands for civil rights and specific um, actions to be taken on the part um, of the federal government, um, and those, you know, result in a number of of important victories, uh, including uh, the, the desegregation of the military uh, in the aftermath of of World War II. Du Bois himself is is much more cynical. Uh, he realizes that African Americans did not have democracy. In the days uh, leading up to World War II, and they certainly weren't going to have it uh, in the aftermath of the war as well. He very grudgingly recognizes that African-Americans, as they always have done, will have to do their civic duty and fight for their country. But he's under no illusions uh, that anything positive is going to come out of World War II. Yeah.
0: And so this is a sweeping analysis. It was, uh, you know, very detailed, very thorough. And so what are you hoping that readers take away from your manuscript?
1: I hope readers take away the importance of World War One to W.B. Du Bois's life, his career, his work, his political evolution, the significance of uh, World War I uh, to the broader struggles for Black freedom and democracy in the 20th century, but also recognizing how many of the issues that Du Bois uh, was reckoning with in his lifetime are still with us uh, today. You know, Du Bois, I believe in in crafting his book and trying to finish his book is asking a profound question. What does it mean to live in a wounded world? What does it mean to live in a world that's wounded by war, by racism and white supremacy, by empire, by class exploitation, by the failures of democracy? That's a question that I think, you know, we're still wrestling with today. Yeah.
0: And so I know the wounded world is still fresh off the presses. You are probably coming down from your book tour right now. So you're probably exhausted and you don't even want to think about it. But are there (laughs) any other projects in the pipeline that you want and can share about?
1: Certainly. Uh, well, I, I hope that I will have the opportunity to bring Du Bois's unfinished uh, manuscript uh, to the light. It certainly is an unfinished project, uh, but it's really remarkable and I think a unique glimpse into Du Bois's life, his writings, uh, his approach to writing history, thinking about Du Bois as a historian, working through and struggling with his um, ideas. Uh, so that's a project that hopefully um, I can get um, off the ground. I'm also interested in thinking about Black Studies, thinking about historical legacies and genealogies of Black Studies in different contexts, uh, such as in the 1930s and 1940s, but also thinking about Black Studies today, given um, our contemporary moment and many of the the questions and controversies uh, surrounding uh, Black Studies.
0: And is there anything we haven't discussed that you'd like future readers to know?
1: I would just like readers and, and, and your listeners to, to learn more about Du Bois. He's really one of the most singularly unique individuals in American history. Truly uh, remarkable. First African American to get his, get a PhD from Harvard University, wrote 22 single um, authored books. Um, he was really at the forefront of every major issue facing Black people in the United States and uh, throughout the world. He's such an important figure, especially in our times and many of the issues that we're wrestling uh, with today. So I uh, encourage people to to certainly read my book, uh, but also to read Du Bois's, uh works and to read the works of, of other scholars who have written uh, about him uh, so ably.
0: And where can listeners find you and your scholarship?
1: I listeners to visit my website uh, @chada_williams.com uh, to learn more about me my my scholarship uh, my my other works um as well as uh, follow me on uh, social media
0: Which is a real fun so, uh, follow so I definitely recommend my listeners out there it's it's fun following Dr. Williams on Twitter and all the all the social spaces so <laughs>
1: What's left of Twitter
0: right <laughs> exactly Okay. Well, thank you again, Dr. Williams, for taking the time to chat with me today. And for all my listeners out there, be sure to pick yourself up a copy of this magnificent book to gain a new perspective on one of the most influential scholars of the 20th century. Thank you, Dr. Williams. Thank you so much. All right, friends, there you have it. A big thank you to Dr. Williams for spending his time with me and giving us an inside look at the crafting of his book. I highly recommend this book for anyone with even a passing interest in military history, Black history, or W.E.B. Du Bois himself. I will include information about the book and Dr. Williams in the show notes of the episode. Thanks, peeps. I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Civics and Coffee. If you want to hear more small snippets from American history, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining me, and I look forward to our next cup of coffee together.
1: Oh, mm-hmm.